There are some games that immediately make you fall in love with them, and there are others that creep up on you with a slow burn. Opus Echoes of Starsong is the latter. It took me a long time to get into it, but there was something there that kept me coming back. I haven't played a game like this with all its various elements of gameplay and design, so I give the developer a nod for making something unique in an ever-evolving indie space. This game, it's sad, it's uplifting, it's beautiful, it's a bit wonky, a bit unsure of what elements should stand out, and yet I kept coming back and I found my way to the credits. And I look back on it and say it was worth my time, and maybe it'll be worth yours. A 10 is in your perfect game. Masterpiece, if you'd like. Opus Echo of Starsong has a beautiful art style, a wonderfully calming OST, and a story I want to hear more from. But none of that is worth experiencing if the moment-to-moment gameplay has you yawning waiting to get to the next story beat. Why the heck is it a 90 on the PC Metacritic? The mundane gameplay bored me to tears and caused me to give literally zero shits about the story and characters. If I could rip out the dice roll mechanics in this game that constantly have me scoring a 5 or under, I would hold it up as the advertisement for the review of this game. Yeah, this game is about a 5 out of 10, depending on my mood. We should probably talk about this one. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? Screw Larry, because he hates this game already, but (laughs) (laughs) I am one of your hosts. I don't think the stars are singing my name, but I am the co-host here, and I like it much better than Larry does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and I'm Larry, so obviously you just introduced me there. But yeah, this was an interesting one. I'm... uh... I have a lot to say. I'm very curious about a lot of your points of view. Yeah, me too. But Mike, we've started a new thing last episode. We're going oh to yeah, again. yeah. A little mid-season shake-up, I guess. Mike, Chris from One Hour, One Decision asks, What game made you change your mind about a particular genre? Or has it never happened? This is a very good question. There's one that came to my mind right away. I would say a game that got me into a genre would be Rogue Legacy on the PS Vita. Ooh, okay. So that one, I mean, there's parts of Diablo 2, you know, that has random generated areas. It kind of has that roguelike elements, but but that's not a roguelike game. And Rogue Legacy is a roguelike game. A lot of variables, doing different runs, you're dying over and over again. I would say that's the one that stands out to me. And it made me want to try other ones. Okay, yeah. I was actually just racking my brain trying to think of one that worked for me and you know an interesting one popped up because i wasn't really really big on the visual novel space until you introduced me to doki doki oh yeah that's a good one and i was obviously when you first introduced me i was like what the heck are you making me get into here (laughs) go play that game but yeah so yeah it's absolutely not what its face value shows (laughs) that's a very good point but yeah all right oh uh, you know another one we've talked about it i think on here is marion rabbits oh yeah get me into strategy rpgs which I mean, that's the only one that's enraptured me, so maybe it really didn't get me into a stretch RPG. <laughs> that's a good point, because it it was a good game, but didn't necessarily open your eyes to the genre. But before that, I would say Conflict and Super Conflict on oh. the NES and SNES. Yes. But yeah, that was a long time ago. Speaking, speaking of which, by the way, real quick with those Conflict games, I you remember when I told you I was super excited about Commandos 3 because it was on Game Pass? Yeah, I was literally thinking of the Conflict <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it and I was like, what is this? <laughs> nice. That's an off-screen, in-screen. <laughs> we're not we're not we don't have screens. Audio. No, ignore all that. It's fine. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris, for your question. I appreciate it. And I do want to say, just in case, thank you, Dave. I don't know if we thanked him last episode. <laughs> I did. I am pretty, I'm pretty sure I said thank you, Dave. Again, remember, I only listened to you about 50 Yeah, seconds. that's very true. It took me nine hours and ten minutes to see the credits for Opus Echoes of Starsong. I have not played their previous two games, Opus, that have Opus in the title. Mm-hmm. From what I know, though, they are standalone games. I do own the other two, though, on my Switch. And maybe I'll give those a go. Okay, can I just ask then real quick? So, memories collected. Did you write that down? Did I write that down? Of course, <laughs> it's in my quick bits. It, it was, we're it was we're like literally a, doing this again, aren't we? Yeah, I've it was a all the way down to my quick bits. It was a rhetorical question. Well, obviously, I knew that you asked Oh, that. gotcha. <laughs> are you talking about memories? Yeah, memories collected. Yeah. 200 of 240. Okay. So this is why I'm convinced I had some weirdness happen with my time. Because I have, I stopped at 53 collected. And it says I played seven hours. (laughs) 
I mean, maybe. I, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. There's no way. Which is interesting because I remember it, the clock must keep going because on my Steam, this is only this game is only available on PC. Well, it used to be. Now it's available on the Switch. We'll talk about that in a second. My game time says 12 hours, but I also had a separate clock, of course, because I'm weird. <laughs> but wait a second, though. So then you played this on PC as well? Yes. Did you plug in a controller? No. Okay, then we got to talk. The fact this game doesn't have mouse support literally wanted me to make me rip my hair out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I don't agree with him. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Opus Echoes of Star Song was released on either August 31st, 2021, or September 1st. How long to beat and Metacritic have it in August? Wikipedia and Google have it in September. I don't know. It came out <laughs> between one of those two days. It was developed by and published by Sigono? Sigano? S-I-G-O-N-O. This game was in development for three years, originally released on Steam, and now it's on Switch as the Full Bloom Edition. I know a lot of players like to play visual novel-type games on the Switch, so I thought I'd shout that out. It is on Game Pass. Yeah, it also just got acquired a Game Pass. By the time you're listening to it, hopefully it's still on there. True. One thing I want to point out, directly from the developer's website under the About section, the very last paragraph said, Looking forward, Sigono continues its strive to tell meaningful stories that resonate with its players. Our goal is to create unique, heartfelt experiences that bring people joy and we invite those who share the interest to join us. I like that. That's actually nice. Yeah, how you feel about that? <laughs> Here's the thing, right? You tore this game apart. Here's in that intro. the thing. No, I was actually going to be worse. <laughs> I was going to be. In this game like when I first loaded, I remember when you picked this game, right? I was like, "What what is I've never even heard of this." When I, I actually bought it, maybe is why my anger is there. Yeah. Downloaded on Steam. I remember when I got to the home screen of this game, I was like, oh my gosh. Was like, I loved it. It is so peaceful. I love the soundtrack. I'm actually somewhat upset that we're not listening to it in the background right now as we're recording. <laughs> but so the game starts off. It's in space. It has all of my things that I'm interested in. I was, I like a lot of the characters, but that's kind of where it stops. The... And we can get into all my, like, some of the complaints, I guess. But, like, it just feels like I'm not ever doing anything. The death... Not doing anything? It's just, you're clicking. There's a whole bunch of, like, dice rolls. I, I kept you do in games. <laughs> like, when you... Agreed. But you would get to, like, a location, and it was like, here's the three things you're going to do in this location. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I felt like I was never learning. Like, it was too much reading. There was too much dialogue. I didn't understand. I didn't, like, <laughs> what? I, I know it, it's, it's, and it, it doesn't work with me all the time, but I, I think it was like too wordy, the dialogue. There was too many names, too many dates, too many characters. The, I don't know. It was just, this game hit me. Okay. I will say, uh, so I've been doing this thing, things I liked right away, things I didn't like. And one thing I didn't like right away is I feel like they do give you a lot of information thrown at you right away. Mm, yeah. And you have to be in the right mood for that. And again, possible. It, yeah. it took me like three play sessions. And I remember writing a little note down in my notebook that I write notes in. And it said, still not feeling this game. And I've come out the other end loving it. <laughs> so in, I that's guess, a, so it's a really, really hard recommendation in that regard. If so it's worth mean, your time or not. Oh, do, you, do you remember about what each PlayStation play session was? Like, yes. if it took you three, that means you went through two play sessions where Dude, you weren't no, feeling it. By the third, I wrote down on the third one, so it wasn't until the fourth one. Okay. And how do you know how many hours in you were? Yeah, I wrote it down about. I wrote it down. Am I quite bits? Man, you're making me scroll all this episode. But it's all right. Uh, so it took me like three and a half hours before really, before it really sunk its teeth into me. Yeah. Okay. So that. Because I feel like that's closer to probably how much time I actually spent. And so I'm just wondering, at least from my perspective, at three and a half hours, what clicked for you? I think the moments that hit you more, that I feel like this game's pretty sad overall. There's a lot yeah. of death and crazy stuff. But I feel like the gameplay loop finally cemented and they changed it up enough. Where Okay, I guess then what I'm asking is like, what is it that changed? Just the locations and the story elements. Okay. The story direction, I guess. You're still doing the same things. There's just a little variable on tweaking on how those go. So that's probably not for you. Well, well, the thing is, the thing that irked me, and when I thought I was going to, I started, I went, uh uh-oh, is when, I guess spoiler, but it happens early on the game, is when Kay died. Yeah. Spoiler. Oh, did did that hit you? Yeah. I, I thought that was an atrociously bad moment. Okay. So this is what 
I think that's good about this moment is it is very early, so I'm not too worried about spoilers. It's it's not it's not that it's early. It's I felt like they didn't get me the player to care about him enough quite yet. See, I In think the, I think they show you a bunch of little backstory leading up to it right yeah. before he dies. Like I knew he was gonna die. I just saw it. No, coming. so did I. Yeah, he was. It's the most predictable death on planet Earth. Yeah, but knowing that you got a little backstory, and knowing that it gets referenced later, and he still is that weight is on his shoulder. I think there's a line specifically. He says, "He will never see this." Mm-hmm. And like knowing that it comes back over and over again, I like that. Okay. Yeah. And you still get flashbacks as you go later in the game and you know, he's in it and you're just like, Oh, I remember him. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And to spoilers for a little bit. Things I liked right away. Art direction. The anime aesthetic hey, is brother, by the way, real quick. I'll just throw in saying end of spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it probably doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll, you know, do a timestamp right when they heard me say that. Okay, and be like, All right, cool. All right. The anime aesthetic is unique, I would say. The there's like this weird dull color palette they use, but it makes everybody kind of striking in its own way. I would argue this. The actual art design of this game itself is I think one of its strongest suits other than I like the OST. I think oh, the OST is really amazing. good. But amazing. There's so much hand-drawn stuff in yeah, this game. Yeah, it really kind of enraptures you. And the fact that there was a lot of hand-drawn, unique stuff in sections that you're literally there for like 45 seconds clicking through it, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's a lot of work, which it does make me feel bad <laughs> to trash the game as much as I am. But I was impressed with that stuff. This game is not trash, just so everybody knows. Putting it out there. Exploring space is cool. I like that right away. Oh, we can both agree with that one. <laughs> uh, sad emotional moments happen frequently. This is a sad game overall. The lore and plot points are in small snippets when you get to new areas, which I really like. I like when you go to a new area, and in the top left corner, there'll be a little paragraph, maybe a sentence or two, and it'll reference June, and it will be June talking from a future perspective. June is our main character. And he's talking to you Mm. or he'll be like, this is the, I remember the first time I ever went here with Remy or Ida, which is the the main people. Yeah, it's cool. I like that mechanic. It's pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) And same thing when you collect these memories, they have little story snippets. And I like when games do this from a future perspective. Yeah, I know that June is now going to be okay because he's at the very beginning of the game. He's the old man, but it's okay because they do it in a way that from a story perspective, you get these memories are all on the whole entire journey. And yeah, I like that. Man, I tell you, and that's the part that kills me with this too, is like even like that beginning sequence where you're him in the old form, kind of walking with your walker or your cane. And just the way that he's talking is like you can, it feels like it's going to be such an emotional story. And clearly it is. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it's killing me that it didn't connect with me. It's okay. I, it didn't connect with me for oh. three and a half hours. That's a very hard thing when I'm looking at. It's a hard selling point. Yeah. It? It's worth your time. I liked elements in the beginning, but I just didn't feel it. You know what I mean? I get Farlone sales vibes with upgrading the ship. We did that game in season one. You should check it out. So you get to upgrade your ship. You find materials from all these places you go, and you get to upgrade your ship. And I think that's cool. It's so funny that we, we picked different games. I said I got Final Fantasy X Shrine vibes with unlocking doors and the Lumen Liquid stuff. <laughs> it just it reminded me of Final Fantasy X. I Weird. think it was the Ice Shrine. Probably. Could be. That's the vibe I got. <laughs> I like that they chose to have all the past story moments as a gray monotone color scheme. Love that. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking of what they do with like text and stuff like that, the I think it was is, it, is he called the East Ocean Assassin? Yes. The it was very early in the game. Yeah. Yeah. The noise effect that they have with his text, just yeah, to, cool. just to show you that he's a kind of there's he's a shady fellow. Mm-hmm. I thought that was he's very definitely clever. shady. Yeah. yeah. He's I thought not that cool. was yeah that was really cool. I like that. So basically, just to this story before we go any further is you play as June, who is been I would say like exiled, like kind of not on good terms with his family. No, and I can't remember exactly why off the top of my head. He like disrespected the we'll say the ruler of this, who is now in charge of this, and so you have to go out far into space and find these lumen colonies and basically your control of the mining of these lumen which is the resource of this space world and you have lost the rights to those so you have to gain them back so you have to find new lumen caves and that's what you're exploring space with for yeah no that that's correct things i didn't love completely ties into it i need to explain that you're diving into ruins to find stuff i didn't really love exploring the ruins too much yeah the 
again, this is where like the mechanic, I thought there was a weird hover mechanic with when something was contextual and you could click on. Because there wasn't mouse support, sometimes it felt like you could walk by them without, so you'd have to like yeah, walk I could, back I could again. see that a little bit. The, so the icon is, a maybe there's like a hesitation or a lag before it gets to it so where you can click, I think it was C, to inspect everything. So it was a little bit more tedious. This doesn't. This does change later a little bit, but not too much. So just so you know. Also, another thing I said it as a positive, but it's also a negative. Knowing that June is alive, it, it's it, a good it point, takes yeah. away from the tension of a lot of scenes. But there's so much tension at the end of this <laughs> game. I'm like, all right, how's he gonna make it out of this? So there's kind of that back and forth. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like I'm, I'm literally kind of just looking through my notes here, and you can tell like you made your moments how it took you three playthroughs, right? I have a note here that says, made it to Asteroid 339 looking for another star song, hoping this story is going to hook me soon here. Like, so I have, it's it just, I was kind of waiting for the same things you were waiting for. I almost wonder if like there's a payoff at that three and a half, four hour moment that like really is enough that would have made me want to push through. Maybe. I don't want to say it without spoilers. Stuff, yeah. No, no, so no. who knows? Yeah. What was your favorite aspect of the game? You mentioned the OST. You mentioned the art direction. If... We're going from a gameplay perspective. It sounds like you do not like the dice roll. So tell me about that. Well, which is interesting because like one of my favorite games that I play, XCOM 2, has dice roll. That like, I, I think it was because the dice roll in this game just I randomly was really, really, really unlucky with it. Like <laughs> tragically unlucky, and it was just frustrating. And because there was multiple different times where I remember I would go out and explore, and I'm like, okay, let me just go stop here real quick. And it was the irritation. I would get stopped by a pirate ship, and it would never work for me. And the fact that the story <laughs> wasn't clicking, I was like, I was seeing my resources get down. I, I was like, now I need to go get more health and shield for my ship again. And it just, it was one of those mechanics where I was like, I felt like I couldn't game the system yet. And because a lot of times with dice roll mechanics is you can do things to help offset that a little bit with upgrades. And perhaps that's something that happens later on in the game. I mean, it's not much later, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like it, for the most part, at least from the upgrades I got, I never, I never dealt with it. So if you buy items in the shop, so you go to all these different planets, uh, bases, a bunch of mines all throughout this big space map and you use fuel to get there, but you also have armor plating. So if you run into, like Larry said, a pirate, you have a chance that either you're going to sneak by them mm -hmm. or you're going to be able to fly fast enough or you're going to get shot and your armor's going to go down, but you're going to use fuel as well. <laughs> On my notes here, literally in all caps, is like, can I sneak by once, just once? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I did get to a point where I was very depleted in stuff to make me safe. My armor was very low. I didn't have much fuel, but you can buy stuff at all these shops that help with the dice roll. And then mm -hmm. once you upgrade your ship, then you have a, let's say before you had to roll a nine to pass this ship. Yeah. Well, now you start at a roll five. Yep. So then five to 12, you're good to go. Or five to like 18. Oh, no, that, that's right. That's right. I, I got to the point where that was still happening, but I was still low roll yeah, a lot of the time. Just, that's a good point. I forgot about that. I love later. I don't know what point in the game. We'll just say later. Like I would get, you need a four to get past him. My starting roll is like seven. I was like, <laughs> heck yes, here we go. But there would be plenty of times where I would, even later in the game, I'd try and do something and be like, oh, nope, I got shot down. Great. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess for me, it was like a mixture of in I, I like ship upgrades. I like collecting resources. I don't I don't know. It's just the vibe the game was getting for me. I just I constantly I could not connect. There was a moment uh, I kept trying to get connected with the storyline. I, I wrote it down again. It, this bugged me. So there was a the chase scene with the East uh, Ocean assassin again early on. Uh, he yells stop running as we are literally limping, limping away with like hurt sold, uh, shoulders. And it just that the writing irritated me so much that I was That's like, what irritated you? Yeah. I mean, like, still running away. Yeah, But I was just, but it was like barely running. I was like, how is this guy not catching me? <laughs> <laughs> and so there was just, I think because I wasn't enjoying the gameplay and the story wasn't hooking me, I was getting irritated by things that normally wouldn't irritate me. I, mean, I feel like that. And once I kind of steamroll down that path, it's really hard to get me back. <laughs> and I will say, again, the opening hours are not the best. It depends. I feel like you have to be in a specific mood with this game. Because my first PlayStation was like an hour at most. 
And I had, I think my third one was only 45 minutes. And usually I sit down for a good two to three hours every single time I game, especially for a game that we're trying to get through for the season. Yeah, and obviously I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it either. I would say... What made you keep coming? It's just your... I, there was... Well, yeah, my drive to finish games. There's that. You have a much bigger drive than I do. But again, there was something that... I've liked all the parts individually. And I was like, it's just not as cohesive as I wanted it to be. But for me... The story eventually is what got me going because there was enough little intrigue. I was like, all right, where's this going? I want to know what, what he's doing. Did, okay, before you get too much into like your lovey-dovey stuff again, did, did you have anything else under what you didn't like? No, that was it. Okay, because my other complaint and the thing that actually, I think one of the reasons my gameplay is a little bit longer is the autosave feature in this game, which again, the fact that you, like it just shows you I was irritated. It I made a face. It autosaves after, it, it makes sense. Because then you can't cheat the system, but it auto saves after you make a decision in the Yeah, would you want it before? But there because there's no mouse support, I multiple times had accidental like I clicked the wrong thing. How do you accidentally click the Just did. Just did. It's impressive how sometimes I had to uh, things. And so like I rem- yeah, there was there was one point like I had to reload like two auto saves back once and I was just kinda like, No, I was like, I want this one and uh yeah. <laughs> I would say that- I like the random dice rolls because it does feed into the tension of the game with every encounter. And it makes, there's a decent amount of variety in them too. People who are going to, whether you need to sneak past or there's a broadcast happening, do you hijack it? There's a lot of cool stuff with that. I wanted to see what was going on with these characters. I didn't love them for a, a while, I would say. Towards the end, I definitely did. And the lore of the gods and everything mm. and the lumen, that, that so there's enough sci-fi stuff that I was intrigued. Okay, so because you were intrigued, so it, it clearly the story hooked you, story-wise. Then from a writing, at, because obviously you're reading everything. Uh, what did you think of the writing style of this game? Like, do do you give it a good score? Do you think there are things maybe they took a little bit too much liberty with, or where are you at with it? Just kind of rate the story, I guess. I mean, they got me to care about the characters towards the end. That got me really hitting in the feels towards those endings. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and there were some. Deep cuts emotionally, a little bit in the beginning. Some of them not handled as well as we would like with K. But again, it builds up and builds up and definitely towards the end. Though I would say sometimes the characters felt a little too screamy anime at times, especially Remy once in a while. But I like her character towards the end anyways. Did you have a favorite character? Yes. <laughs> Which I will say right after this. Okay. But one thing I know is all these characters like to hold on to stuff and they hold on to grudges and it's like if you just talk to each other it'll be all good like <laughs> remy just talk to the new guy june obviously she doesn't like the new guy because he's new and yeah well and that was very early on yeah exactly yeah. and they bicker for most of this game i'm just like just talk to each other come on <laughs> love each other but my favorite character is i think he's my favorite character i like a lot of the characters in this game but i would say is bones and he is the guy in the i Thinking of the first or second mission, I can't remember exactly. I think it's the second. He's like this mobster gangster that's like yeah. overtaken this mining colony. And it, I guess slight spoilers. It's very early in the game, I would say. But you make it out of there and he gets arrested and goes to jail. Mm-hmm. And then he just talks to you via email and yep, you can yep. check <laughs> up on him. And I was like, and the way they do that, they bring him back later. And it's it's really good. I like how he's a interesting mentor kind of like side character for june to talk to yeah which again that that in theory builds depth and it builds the story itself but yeah when you didn't care about the story it was just more of an annoyance like oh here's some more emails yeah i just like that he subverted the typical baddie i'm gonna be a mobster and i'm taking everything from you that's a good story arc no i agree with that yeah i put and again i didn't put enough time in so i just i put ada yeah ada's great she kind of gives me like yuna style vibes a little bit like the star song summoning a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. And if you've never played Final Fantasy X, that's where Yuna is from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I should. <laughs> I always feel like Yuna is like synonymous. Like you think it's like Final Fantasy X is big enough. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not, though. Who knows? JRPGs aren't that big. I mean, Final Fantasy is pretty big, but you know what I mean. Before we get anywhere, got to shout out the OST. You've definitely said it's got a very chill sound going, but it does a very lovely job to set the tone for the levels or level scenarios whatever you want to call them this game is broken up into chapters and parts and so it's a nice little progress bar it's in that 
language of the lumen people. Yeah, I do like how they, they do, like, you can tell where you're at in the story based on, like, you're unlocking more. It lights up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's that pretty... almost gives me, like, a Horizon vibe for some reason. Oh, I can, I can kind of see that. I'm guessing you're mean Horizon Zero Dawn. Not, yeah. Not the sports game. Yeah, no, yeah, not the, the driving the, one. The no, not Forza. <laughs> <laughs> some shout-out songs from the OST is Orbit Launch Station Ferry Point. If it's with you, then I would love to see it. Lumen is ever flowing. Mm. The flowers there are always in full bloom. And unregistered Comet Banshee. Those are my standout tracks for you. I like, but, the, na- and like the names. Yeah, the names are great, too. Very confusing, probably, if you've never played the game. But there you go. I'm just now realizing how often when I listen to OSTs, I don't pay attention to the names of the songs. And so I was like, I'm trying to decide if those are like weird names or that's just normal. I, I feel like that's... I feel like most game soundtracks... Have really strange names. No. Are like very simplified like oh, really? mines here's mountain soundtrack or something like <laughs> gotcha. that i'm gonna have to start paying attention to that yeah mind, i mean i could be totally wrong okay mike i brought this up earlier but the lack of mouse support why did it bug me so much more than it bugged you and I, you know what the thing is rattling my brain i don't understand why i didn't just plug a controller in <laughs> i mean maybe they don't have controller support that's a good point maybe <laughs> i don't even know i, I didn't see a side I, I don't know what it was it irritated me like the menu system like i just I didn't like it. So, not really <laughs> at all, for the most part. I know on the map screen, when you're flying from plant to plant or destination, you do have to drag it with the arrow keys, but I thought that was kind of Which cool. Which is still just weird. I, I, just, I, I wouldn't, I mean, it makes you feel like you're doing the journey versus if I just <laughs> click on it, then I'm going to go there. I don't know. I swear it's implemented for that reason. I could be 100% wrong, but... It makes you feel like you're actually doing the journey. I'll say this. If you're right, that's very clever. I just don't think that's the case. Well, why would they not do a mouse then? I don't know. Budget? <laughs> <laughs> like, what game doesn't have mouse support on a computer nowadays? <laughs> if you're on Steam, why would you not have a mouse support? That's like, true. Every, really vis- every mouse, visual yeah. novel has it. I mean, I've never used a mouse on a visual novel. But you can at least click in and out of the menus to, like, exit the game if you want. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know. It just... it irritated me wait I, I have used a mouse in a visual novel game before Carno showed you just so you know you have to click on things in the scenes sometimes yeah, it's a see, exactly all right so it would have been nice I for like that all back some of like just well, I don't take that all back i just take that i've used <laughs> a pointer <laughs> mouse I was, say, I, I was like i know i didn't convince you of that but yeah. yeah i don't know it just that really really bugged me i never thought about it once i knew that c if that is the right button that that's uh, it my, is c, i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah that's my command that's my talk to everything button i'm good i envy you <laughs> <laughs> i'm easy to please sometimes we talked about that <sighs> i i do wonder like because again the fact that it's got a 90 i mean people freaking love this game and so which again this is another example of like Especially with a game like this, I'm like, man, am I just... I, I know I'm smart enough to understand it. Like, I like deep games. I mean, we just did talk about Limbo that everybody also loves, and we both didn't like it. So yeah. you're just two for two. Uh, I'm right. liking really good, highly rated games. That's why scores aren't everything, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that, that's something. But, you know, an interesting side thing, maybe you're going to bring this up. Do you see the Switches? I don't know. I wonder what happened there. The Switches Metacritic for this game? Mm. It's a 78. Hmm. Huh. 12 point difference. Well, something I just had to Google right now. That 90 on Metacritic is only six reviews. And oh. the 76 of the Switch version is only eight reviews. Very low numbers. Okay, so but either way, all it takes is like someone who doesn't really like it or a couple people who would love it on the Steam side. Gotcha. Okay, that that maybe is a little bit different. Yeah, the user score on Metacritic as of today of recording, there's 41 ratings that's at an 8.3. So, I mean... I mean, people still, think really highly game, of this yeah. game, and Steam reviews are very, very highly favorable where people are recommending it. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, the reason I picked this game was I saw, I don't remember who wrote the article, so sorry about that. It was just about, like, the favorite games of 2021, and I think it was halfway through the year last year when we were deciding to kind of pick it. No, that would have been, would have been last year when we were doing it? No, 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 I've been... <laughs> early this year right no it was la- it was last year when we were picking this game or we we're deciding about games i think and i think i threw this on the list was it really that long ago yeah because it was definitely a list of 2021 games and i was like games that you've played so far and this game was on that list and i was like wow that looks really intriguing so i bought it i mean i'll i didn't think about it that much i'm, I'm sure you're right there but i, I guess 
I kind of wish I could go back because I remember how excited I was when you showed me this game. I remember watching a trailer and being wowed. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of moving parts, and I said that in my intro. Not everything, it's a bit wonky. It doesn't mesh everything correctly. Yeah, see, that's the part that's frustrating, though. I just can't figure out what it is that, like, we both went into it with the same idea. We both were kind of like, eh. Like, it didn't hook us right away. I just, I, I wonder if it's my little annoyances, like the no mouse support, the fact that the death was so predictable, the fact that I was supposed to care about the death more than what I felt like I cared for it. Maybe I, it was me misreading. I didn't catch the emotions of the characters as Did much. Did you get the point where you had to bury him? Yes. Yeah. 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 I thought that was so good on June's part. Like he, like we have to stop. We're on a pretty big time crunch for this mission they're trying mm -hmm. to do. And he's like, no, he has to be buried. But, like, but yes. you want to see the, the thing is, is like, I remember reading into that as it being, it was very commendable. And it's like, yeah, there was something I would want to do to someone that I loved. But because I was so annoyed at how predictable the death was, it that kind of overshadowed that moment for me. And again, I also saw that death coming, but I don't know. There's little hints that it just worked for me, I guess, later on. Well, I guess another real quick little shout out I can do that I think is... It's kind of clever. I think maybe visual novels do this more often. But the fact that every single character in the game is like question mark, question mark, question mark in the text box until someone says their name. Oh, yeah. It's the because best. the player character doesn't. I was like, that's that's such a clever little mechanic. Games should do that more often. I feel like games do that a lot. Well, I also play these type of games more often. Than okay. I, I don't think I play too many like that. I feel like in JRPGs, I do that all the time. Because I, I will say this. Whenever I play like a Western RPG, like whether it's like. Oh, yeah. Everybody has. Let's pick Fallout. The fact that I walk up to a random store owner and, and I'm like, names? why do I know your name? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Larry, if you could throw this game into a different genre, what would be a unique fit? Also, before you answer this question. I don't know what I would classify this game as. There's so many different, like an action adventure game, but then, you know, advent, adventure, action, no, an adventure game. We'll just say adventure. You do actions, but that's a really dumb genre now that I think about it. Because when you think adventure games. <laughs> I was game, just going to say, I was overthinking, I, I was thinking that. Yeah, adventure games are like the point and click of old days. That's kind of what they are. Yeah. And I usually think of clunky, very clunky, very rudimentary when I think yes. about those games. That is not a blast against the creators because i'm sure that takes a lot of coding and whatever but this game is more than that so like a walking sim visual novel puzzle adventure game yeah no so you wrote you actually asked that question to me so i typed out keyboard and click side scrolling visual novel <laughs> keyboard and click side scroll therefore trying to throw in my my frustration with the fact that mouse is not part of that comment <laughs> i don't yeah. know why it bugs me so yeah, much yeah there's a lot of stages to the game so you have the exploring in space then you have a side-scrolling rune section and then even talking to people bartering and yada 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 mm. a lot of good visual novel talking scenes came in a different genre yeah back to that question that i asked hmm i mean part of me wonders if i mean it's obviously not to this level but if it's more of like an open space sim type style so you can fly from each other but not in like a grandiose scale similar to like a like think like an outer wilds so it's like a it's a big world, but it's... I have no recollection of that. Sorry. <laughs> you haven't played otherwise. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Uh, so the way that that game is laid out is you can, all the planets you can fly to and they're big, but they're small. It's kind of hard. Like the entire universe, the solar system, you can fly to it and it's, it's deceivingly big, but it's also, you can quickly get to everywhere very quickly. And the way that that game, this game or that game's laid out. I think it would be fit to do a space sim like this. You could do a lot of the mining and stuff and getting materials. I would like to maybe see it in something like that. So what? It's this without the visual novel part? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, that's if I had to pick a different genre. <laughs> I guess I don't... You don't like the gameplay on this. <laughs> How does that work? Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I would... You would replace it with the gameplay from Outer Wilds. Like, so a lot... Like, you could do a little bit of the space combat actually in real time instead of dice roll. Hmm. Doesn't sound good, but it's all right. Honestly, I'd probably, for myself, it'd just be like a virtual board game where you get dice rolls and such, trying to make it across the space universe that they created, getting resources, you have certain cards, and you're just doing dice rolls. I love the dice rolls. Tension building, and then you get crap luck, and you're like, well, that sucks. Yeah, the dice roll thing is kind of one of those, I don't know. I Isn't that a roguelike thing? It is, very much. So this is also a roguelike game. 
<laughs> a walking sim roguelike visual yeah, novel I, puzzle. I talk about XCOM all the time. XCOM has some of the most frustrating dice rolls on planet Earth. You have a 90% chance of hitting someone and you miss <laughs> on a I mean, regular basis. T- there's 10%. Yeah. So you'd keep it in space. So that's good. And I would make it more of a board game than you would. So basically, the big thing that would happen here is like you would accent. So this would be a companion game. I would not get rid of this game, just so you know. Oh, see, me is this like, would I would want game. to do more with the space and removing, you know, again. There's a lot of lore in this game. Did you even like the lore? Well, no, no, no. I, you can. See, you haven't played Outer Wilds. There's a lot of lore in that game, too. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying remove. It's literally take this game and put it in that style of game. I'm not saying suddenly the lore disappears. Just like in your board game, the lore doesn't disappear. Correct. It's a companion game. I guess the, the space part of it disappears, though. How? You're still in space. Oh, you, you said virtual board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Virtual board. You're still I'm, playing I'm thinking, the game. I'm thinking of literally like an actual no, yeah, okay, no. virtual. I, I forgot. The a video game, board. virtual board game. Gotcha. Does that work? Yeah. Video it doesn't, doesn't even matter. But actually, honestly, well, let's go back. Do you like the lore <laughs> of this game? All right. So I actually thought about this for a while because... I'm trying to really think past all my frustrations with the game. The problem is, and this is a question I probably shouldn't even answer, because I didn't get myself wrapped into the lore of the game because I didn't enjoy it. Mm, okay, that's that's and fair. And so, and it's it's hard for me because like it's got a lot of lore. It's deep. I did a lot of reading, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of different clans, and there's like it's. It's a very lived-in universe with lots that should, in theory, you'd want to go explore. I just, I didn't connect. I didn't connect, mm, that's man. That's all right. I'm a sucker for any time that a race of people or gods or whatever leave behind technology and you get to go explore that. So the lumen being that driving force of energy, I love it. I'll, I'll take it any time, any day. I know it's probably a trope nowadays, but whatever. I mean, hey, right? Like, that's the aliens that lived on Earth before humans, right? (laughs) That's where the pyramids came from. And what I like is now that that race of people is gone, now you have people vying over for those resources. It's creating war, and it's making the discovery of new Lumen Caves, or ones that are being rediscovered, kind of like an Old West gold rush. You kind of feel that vibe, which I really like. And, you know, you also have the government trying to control all the other stuff. And there's a, there's a, like you said, there's a lot of lore in this game. Yeah. And if you want to explore it, which I didn't always want to deep dive into it, you can look at these medallions that are yep. inside in these ruins and you're like, this is the age of this and this. And I was like, wow, that's pretty creative. I don't feel well, like doing that right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing though, right? Like it can be commended. Like there is so much lore. Like it's always amazing to me how much is put into games like this. But yeah, like. It's also very, very striking. If you're, if it's not hooking you, how quickly it goes from wow to oh my god, <laughs> just that's it, true. It can be like very, very daunting. I think of all the games that have audio files, and I think of all the games that actually care about audio files. Yeah, that's very small. That, that's actually okay, dude. That's beautiful. That is a really, really good way of putting this because it's like just put yourself in that perspective. If a story is not hooking you, it can be as simple as that. You oh, don't wow, want yeah. to go all those. You don't want to look into all those collectibles. Plus, anymore. they're all ancillary stories within this world. So it's like, well, I don't care about the world to begin with. Bah. But yeah, but then think about the games that do hook you. Then I want to get want it all. everything. And this one was in between. You were in between <laughs> for you, wanting to dive deep into the lore. Oh, I like gotcha. the I like the present stuff more. Okay, gotcha. Give me those character moments, you know. You're a big character guy. I am. I am. Shout out to seeing all those witch towers. I don't know if you ever made it to one in this, but no, I. This is where they shipped off little girls and to become witches. And that's how the witches are the people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That basically that's how they sing to align themselves with the lumen frequency. It's very interesting stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just shaking your head. No, I I just, I just have this image. Like when you say shipping in my head, I pictured them like being like, okay, you're a witch. There's, you know, we are just going to launch them into space towards this tower. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how it works. I know that's not how it works. That was a thought I got in my head though. But I like how there were so many people in these. Did you meet witches? Later yeah. in the game, Ida is a witch. Oh yeah, okay, never mind. One of your main characters is a witch. This is how much he shows, pays yeah. attention to shit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yep. But I like that you know at a time witches were very popular to find all these lumen, and mm-hmm. then they went to war, and now these places are just desolate and lifeless. And I love that contrast. 
Do you want me to spoil this story for you? That is the question. I mean, you're not going to play this game. I know that. Mm, yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I feel like if I could, I think you have a point when you say you have to be in the right mood. Like if I could find a time where I was in the right mood to kind of just maybe continue on from my playthrough, maybe. But in reality, I'm not going to do it. There's too much to play. I have to move on. That really breaks my heart. Spoil away. Spoil away. Okay, so spoilers, obviously. Is that an Inya song? No. I know it's not spoil away, but like, is it stay away? Stay away? Mm. Whatever. Keep talking. I'm going to figure this out. Spoilers for this game. Obviously, check the timestamps or fast forward a bunch. Now, Larry does not like Kay dying because he saw, thought it was predictable and all that. But you do get flashbacks later where Kay really believed in June. And I thought that was a nice little gut punch to you because he's like, well, he's dead. He's been dead for a while, but we're still getting flashbacks. When you find out the true lord lore of the gods... There was, I assume they were just this alien race of people that were very powerful, but they ended up, I don't know what the woman did, but she's one of the guys and they ended up like decapitating her and all her body parts and spreading them all around. It's really fucking gruesome. Nice. It's really uh, a lot. And this is definitely spoiler territory. So shut up. Stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> shut me off. <laughs> Skip ahead. You never. So. The whole thing is, in the beginning of the game, June is like, I want to hear her voice, right? That's okay. what he's he's talking about that throughout the beginning of the game. You never see her again. So at the, towards the end of the game, your ship is... So you... Ida is trying to find her teacher, Red, who is the one that kind of brought her about. I think you probably fell into her a little bit with mm-hmm. her story. Yeah. Yep. You find out that there's this comet that rotates the universe that you're in. And it's coming down through a path. You get the coordinates... There's, but there's two different ones and you go to one of them and you use up basically all your resources to get there. And the other, you realize that it's a twin of the other comet and it's also coming and it only comes like every 75 years or something like that. Can't okay. remember. That, that number might be wrong. Just know it's a long time in between. Yeah. And so your ship is burning up all that stuff and you try to save your ship and you put yourself and Remy into a different section and she basically... It's like, hey, you're supposed to go see these flowers with me and all this stuff. And she's like, yep, I'm ready. And then she just like cuts off that side of the ship and makes you fly away. And so she falls down onto the planet with her broken ship. And it looks like she's dead. You don't really know. But it finally cuts to her later on. And she found her teacher. And her teacher was dead. But it because she couldn't get off this comet. She Her ship crashed. And you find the remnants of it. And she plants all these flowers because she's trying to be the f- this. F- okay. that, that's what teacher the, or the red wanted to do. She quit being a, a witch for the towers and was like, I'm just going to go sell flowers. And that's what your whole ship's about. And so Ida is stranded on this planet. So she plants more of her teacher's flowers and she dies there. And so. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So when you're old June, you're waiting. You go back to your nation and you become the leader of your people but you're waiting to get back here and so you wait the 75 years i don't know if that's the exact number but whatever and you go and find the comet and land on it again to see if she's there and because of how lumen reacts with like people's memories and stuff she's not there but you see herself when she was before she died and so you get to talk to her one last time Oof, okay i can see that's probably a little bit of a the more fucked up part is you're alone right yeah so Remy died before you were able to come here to this comment. And all you hear about that is from a cutscene. Like she was dying on her deathbed and said like, hey, I wanted to see her or something like that. And she's dead before she even gets here. I think it was like a year or so before the comet came there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And they have this before all this moment, you have a nice moment. I think it's in chapter or part four or five where you're down in a ruin and it's just you and Ida and they're like showing flowers and like you can't wait to see where's the other one he's like if i go with you i will want to go there i think it's actually one of the titles of the songs hold on yeah so your character june says if it's with you then i would love to see it and that's the one of the song names so like he's not really interested in the flowers but he wants to go there with Ida because he's in love with her do, do you have a moment that made you kind of like broke you the most oh yeah that ending right there right that's, there i teared up definitely tears <laughs> were flowing in the eyes i don't know if they're flowing they were definitely welling there's that, the word that's a good story but it's it's so sad because it's so like even 
people, some people think at the ending is like, oh, it's kind of uplifting, but he doesn't actually get to see the real her. He's just seeing a memory of her. Yeah. Okay. She died on that planet alone. Like, so yeah, that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting talking point right there then though, because there's a lot of times like what makes a happy or unhappy ending, right? I feel like if the story is done right, even if like our guy finally gets to see what he's been waiting to see, it's not real. Yeah, it's real to him maybe, but like the lead up, like he's like sobbing to finally find, he's like, so he's this old man and he's climbing up this like rock ledge to like mm. see the flowers and it's, oh, it's so beautiful, but this game's beautiful in general. If you're not listening to spoilers, you don't know that, but but the way he's like crying out, like I just want to hear her voice because, you know, she's been losing her voice this entire game too and it's just, oh man, so I don't know why this made me just think of it, but did you play with Japanese voices or did you? Yeah. Okay. All right, with just English subtitles? Correct. Yeah, okay, I did the same thing. I don't know if there's an option to do it the other way. I could is there not? Okay. I don't know, actually. I'm going to guess maybe there is by now, but, man, I just, there's those story moments really hit you hard, man. And, like, I think the also the sad part is the teacher always tells Ida, Ida to, like, don't be like me, don't be your own person, and she never is. She always is trying to find her teacher when the teacher's like, just be your own person. Don't follow what the the witches want you to do. Don't follow what the government wants you to do. And she just never really gets out of that rut. So it's kind of like a sense of like a wasted potential yeah. as well. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like it's tragic all around. Yeah. It's a depressing story. <laughs> and one thing I really liked, there's a story point where you find like a super big lumen mine and you're the first one in the history to find it. And it jumps like a year later in the game time. And I feel like it's cool because you're like known for finding this in, around the space circle. So that's when it started getting really good for me in my head. And then you started getting more of the payoff where like, he's really falling in love with her, even though he has to go be with his people and it's this dynamic and back and forth of that. You, you know, something I'm noticing with you a lot. And I, I think it's maybe because of the reader. You're really a sucker for a good love story. Uh, yeah, I am. Because I, I, I feel like a lot of JRPGs are do that. Where it's, yep. you got to have like that connection. And it, when you do it, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I've fallen for it as well. But yeah, you you got a real soft spot for JRPGs. Yeah, like, it was funny because I've never like read a romance novel. Maybe yeah. I really like those. Who knows? Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> it be like kryptonite. Or not, <laughs> no, opposite. <laughs> you might become a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to end the spoilers. This is a good timestamp. Hopefully I wrote something in there like, hey, come look at this. This game is beautiful, and this has really great, amazing still shots on the visual novel side. <sighs> it's sad, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, since you didn't get to listen to spoilers, if you skipped that part of it yet, he's been ranting and raving about how much, how beautiful of a game this is from the looks and just the story itself. So based on someone who... I'm also very soft. I'm a softie. Yeah, so but... Just again, know that. Again... I got spoiled to it from you, and I will say this is without spoiling anything, this is a this is a powerful story. If you invest the time in it, it sounds like there's a lot there that I unfortunately missed out on. Yeah. And now I will never experience. You see what just happened there? You ruined it for me forever. Well, maybe you'll forget about it. We're old. Come back to it. Yeah. And the one thing we're coming back to, like always, the quick bits. I got 24 out of the 40 Steam achievements. We already talked about the memories. I collected two under them. There's part of me that kind of wanted to go through and collect all of them, but decide not to. When you do beat the game, you can select the chapters. So that's mm-hmm. for your completionists out there. There you nice. go. The coolest thing I've ever seen in a game that almost probably every game should do this from now on. When you finish the game, you get you unlock audio files from the developer, like the director of the game. And they're anywhere from like 40 seconds to like two minutes and it you just play them and it has titles and it just shows you his thinking behind certain scenes and why he did certain things and that's is, really neat there's I like about that. i think there's like 12 or 13 of them i was like man this is i've never he's talking directly to you as the player and it's it's pretty powerful actually yeah that's actually really cool i like that uh i guess a thought real quick as you're getting through your quick bits does this make you want to try any of the other previous two games yeah, I think so. Especially knowing, calling way back to the beginning of this episode, where on their website they talk about emotional moments and like, ah, I forget what they exactly said, like powerful moving story elements. And that makes me want to try the older games. Okay. Plus, I believe they're shorter, so that not as much investment. Do, are they? Have they worked on anything since this game or no? No, this is our latest one. Okay. 
So it, was just, it was just last year. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. I wonder where they go next. Well, it took them three years to do this, so hopefully in a year and a half, it'll be right around the corner. All right. But I will say I absolutely love the dev diaries being unlocked and being able to hear it because I feel like it gives a very human element. And in the world of this social media and everything and criticism, I mean, you tore this game apart, but that's okay. But we have we live in a land of frivolous, like, crapping on games. And yeah. it's nice to give, a, like, a draw the curtain back. Yeah, but I think there is a difference between what you see, the crapping on social media. It's sometimes people are doing it just to do it. And get the rile up, yeah. And then also hate anyone who enjoys it. <laughs> like, that's the difference, right? Though it's like... You hate the game, but then you also hate anyone who enjoys it. Like yeah, yeah. I would never be like that. No, you're not gonna I, tell I will me say this. I'm dumb. I do kind of now dislike the idea of the audio files at the end. Because that now makes me want and wish that every game that I've really fallen in love with had that. <laughs> Just so I could hear what the developer was thinking. Yeah, it's super cool. That's, and obviously I love that idea. Yeah, they're different topics within it and you can just you know if you can skip one if you don't like it. But that's really cool. There's some really interesting stuff in there and that should be a staple going forward. Oh, I agree. I love that. I think developers should kind of share their thoughts. Like, especially if there's like really decisive moments in games, like where'd you come up with this? Or was there something else? Or why did you do it this way? Even like camera pans and moments like that. too. Yeah. Like the actual directing of the shots. Mm -hmm. One thing I do hope does not happen. We talked about Limbo last episode. We didn't like it. Spoilers. I don't want them to be explicitly on a dev diary telling me, why they chose an ending exactly. I like the obtuseness sometimes yes. with games. So. Agreed. But I would agree with that. Seeing little snippets of behind the curtain, sign me up. Life is a dice roll. Sometimes they just don't roll in your favor. For Larry, didn't work out. He's too caught up in the little things to see the bigger picture. I, like I said in my beginning intro, this was a slow burn and it enraptured me to a teary end. I'm very happy I played this game. They're, obviously, I'm looking forward to their next project, and I hope they iron out the kinks that they have. But if you're persistent with your type of games and you, and you know that you can stop and come back to a game, I think this game is for you. Again, I played this in many sessions and towards the end, I couldn't stop playing. And hopefully this episode helped clear any of that up. Until next time.